everybody, this is Cameo Sabodka. And this is Kaylee Weiss. And you're listening to Selling Crazy. Hi, everybody. We're so excited to be here. The sun is not shining. It is Heck no. <laughs> oh, what outside? It is. It's like it's moist. No, it's not moist. It's wet. Sorry, there's my it dog is... barking. Sorry, it is ben. chilled to the bone and very, very wet. It is very wet. Soggy, wet. My dogs don't want to go outside and potty. It just is what it is. Mine, and I, I can't say that I blame. Mine them. would like to go outside and dig in the mud, but oh yeah, I'm not allowing mine that. Are wuss, my mine are wussy dogs. They are like, um, give us our blanket and the couch. We do not want any part of this. This is only one half of my dogs. The other half is like, I'm going to lay on the couch all day, lady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Puppy life is not that. Puppy life. <laughs> puppy life is wild. So who was that? I saw a picture of you on Instagram and there was another puppy. And I was like, oh my God, did she get another one? And I was like, no, she no. didn't. But get this. So Rainy, our black lab we had before that we lost back in September. Or, yeah. October? November. I don't know. November, I think. <laughs> in October? I think it was October. We lost Rainy. We had to let her, you know, go. And put her down. Um, her brother, Chopper, was living with a family that I had found him up here in Portland. And he was this cute chocolate lab. And he died a year before her. Aww. And I've been really good friends with the family um, forever. And they got a brand new chocolate lab right before we got Maggie. And his name is Otis. And he's two weeks older than her and adorable. And we've been trying to get them together forever. And finally, we got them together. And they are adorable and crazy. And they had so much fun for like two hours. And then they both were like passed out all the rest of the day. That is so cute. The pictures were so cute. So cute. Reese's was, oh Reese was like, um, did Kaylee lose her mind to get a second puppy? <laughs> no, but there might be future puppies between them oh. in the future. Oh, I was like, I really don't think that she did because I know this puppy is running her like a track meet. So I don't think that she would do that. Maggie's so, Maggie's really easy now. Like the last couple of weeks, she's been That's good. Chilling you, out. You're very and much sleeping like, through this the night. like having a brand new baby. <laughs> no, she's sleeping through the night now and only getting up when the alarm goes off. That's good. Which is great. That is good. Makes me actually get up when the alarm goes off. <laughs> Yeah, there's nothing yeah, like knowing she's doing that good. you have to let your puppy out to get you out of bed. And not letting them pee all over the floor. That's great. Yeah. Get your butt up, Kaylee. Anyway. <laughs> it's good to get up. It's good to get up. You're, I, you can get up and read all of my Instagram messages that I sent you. It's exactly like what I do. 5.30 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, she's been up early. I got eight <laughs> messages today. <laughs> so what are we going to talk about today? So because it's a new year, it's still January, right? Yes, it's still I keep thinking it's February, but it's not. Um, it's January and we're reflecting on the past year. And this is something we do in our business every year is look back and think, what did I do right? What did I do wrong? What did I learn from? What do I need to improve on? Et cetera, et cetera. So today we're going to be talking about what we learned in 2022. So maybe you can learn. <laughs> right. And I think for me... There's definitely things I learned in my business, but for me, it was like such a year of personal growth. So a lot of this yep. for me that I'm going to talk about is things that maybe I knew, but I, d I, I really like lived in my truth, like 
in 2022. So, and that's huge. Like, yeah, we work for ourselves. We're self-employed. We're both moms and wives and we're trying to remain sane. So a lot of our reflection is going to be self like life based, not just business. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, we want to bring you guys like what we really like learned and went through. I mean, some of it honestly does go hand in hand with like business, but this for me was just such an awakening year, Mm -hmm. just in a lot of ways. So let's get to it. So you go first. Okay. So for me, I learned, I mean, something that we kind of grow up being told, but I just think like in everything that happened over the year and just everything that's happened since COVID just really shifted my perspective. And it made me just focus even more on the fact that like kindness matters more than ever. We have no idea the struggles that people are going through. They're walking around like just living in, you know, depression or sadness, or, you know, maybe they're, they have somebody in their family that's sick or things aren't good at home. And we just don't know. And I think it's even more apparent that like with some, some, you know, sometimes we'll see like someone who has like completed suicide and they were like the happiest person on the outside. So for me, it just going through so many things this year and growing so much just made me even more aware of the fact that like life is precious and kindness matters more than ever because we just don't know. Yeah. I think that's huge. And it goes with mine too. Like, my first one is take time for yourself. No one else will make time for you. Yeah. I mean, you can expect people, your spouse, your kids, your best friends to make time for you. And they might, but they're not going to do it on a daily basis. So you need to carve out time for yourself and your mental health and make sure that, you know, you're checking in with yourself and maybe get an accountability partner like, hey, I need to check in with you daily to make sure I'm still kicking or, you know, just check in with yourself and make sure that, you know, you're taking time to slow down and smell the flowers and really like be mindful of that. Well, and yeah, that is so powerful. Like be, make yourself a priority. Nobody else is going to make you a priority and you shouldn't expect them to. We only, you know, have this one life and this one body. And it's so important that we appreciate and cherish what we're given and that we nourish our minds and we nourish our bodies and do things that bring us joy and are selfish about that. Like, it's not selfish mm-hmm. to be selfish about yourself, like to put yourself first and to choose you because your mental, like you being happy and healthy, it benefits everybody in your life. Like, your kids are gonna benefit, your husband's gonna benefit, your clients are gonna benefit if you're really like pouring into yourself and you're happy and you're doing the things that you need for your body and for the way that, you know, you take care of yourself, it's going to glow. You're going to glow from the outs from the inside out. Um, mm-hmm. I've been seeing a lot of posts lately, just like random people, just from different walk, like different walks of my life. Talk about how like they're shamed for putting their health as a priority. Like they're shamed for spending too much time in the gym or they're shamed for, and I, I mean, I'm not saying that didn't happen, but I'm just saying like, if that's happening to you, don't apologize for putting yourself first and for making yourself a priority. Yeah. Cause you, if you're a wife and a mom or maybe you're a husband and a dad and you have a role outside of real estate agent or entrepreneur or whatever you are, you're giving to people, even when you're in that role solely, you're giving to people and giving and giving and giving. And you can't, from an empty cup, like Mm -hmm. we said, over and over again. It's such a 
key phrase that I keep telling myself. Like if you know anyone who's a caregiver for their spouse or elderly parent, those people need self-care too. They need to be taken care of as well because they're caring for someone else. And I see that with my grandmother. Like she needs her time. And that's just like what we're talking about. Like you need to restore your own soul and your own happiness and your mental health so that you can keep giving to everyone who needs you. Otherwise you're going to get burnt out and it's going to be ugly. And it should be a priority and you shouldn't feel bad about it and don't feel like you should not feel bad about it. You only have this one life, this one body, this one soul this one experience, Mm -hmm. take care of yourself and be unapologetic about it, about finding your happiness and being relentless about your happiness. And if you're surrounded by people who keep telling you that that's selfish and cutting you down, maybe you need to take those people out of your life for a while. That's not permanently. Yeah. Don't surround yourself with negativity. And that's one of my things is surround yourself with people that you want to be like and people that lift you up. Don't be around negative Nancy's. Like, there's a commiserating that happens when two people don't like someone or something, but that's not healthy for you. No. Don't be in a negative mindset because if you're constantly complaining and bitching and moaning, that'll pour into the rest of your life and it's not going to be pretty. No, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Exactly. So surround yourself with people that inspire you and that force you to be a better version of you and are constantly like telling you the things about yourself that are amazing and find that community because it will make all the difference in the world. Get yourself a cameo. Get yourself a Kaylee. <laughs> um, Cameo's always like, yes, yeah, sis, you're so awesome. Shine bright like a diamond. You're so amazing. You're thriving. And I'm like, I feel, I don't feel like I am, but I'm going to believe that. You got to believe it. <laughs> believe you're thriving. Just keep pushing through. Thriving. I love saying it to my kids in the morning when they're getting out of like, they're grumpy and they're getting out of the car. <laughs> I love oh my you. gosh, I tried. <laughs> Shine bright like a I tried diamond. that with my kids. Have a positive Did mindset. you know? <laughs> and they're just like, oh my God. Did you know that Snoop Dogg has an affirmation song? Um, did you know that like Snoop Dogg was like gangster for us? Like he, you know, such a gangster, like so just icon. But for my children, he's like Martha Stewart's friend does affirmations and <laughs> reads storybooks. Like they had no idea that he yeah. like was, a, he's a rapper. And like, I was, <laughs> I know it's, we wild. listened to the affirmation song and they're like, this is Snoop Dogg. I'm like, yeah. And they're like, okay. Martha's friend. <laughs> mine don't know him as that, but. Oh, they're, mine are like, yeah, they're like Martha. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, he is. That's, that is. Accurate. He sure is. Only one of them. What is shows a felon, are you though. watching? Did you know that? <laughs> Only one of them is a felon. Her. Yeah. I love, <laughs> and I love her. Like, I'm not throwing a shade. I just think it's a funny it's a funny dynamic. I think it's, it's hilarious. It's perfect. <laughs> okay. Their so, cooking show's funny. Anyway. Oh, okay. So my next one is, these all kind of go hand in hand because this is like philosophies that we've just been trying to like live in for the last like, it's year. It's a big year for us. It's a big year. <laughs> um, big year. And I don't know if everybody else knows this, but I literally had it dawn on me as a grown ass person that I don't have to do anything but die and pay taxes. Really? Let that sink in. You really don't have to do anything. So society, the world tells us that we have to do X, Y, and Z in order to be successful. And we should have, you know, a nice house or we should have a car, you know, three kids and whatever. You don't have to do anything that doesn't make you happy. The only thing you're going to be forced to do is to pay taxes and to die. And the sooner that we realize 
that we each have a separate idea and path that leads to joy. And it's okay for mine to look completely different than yours. And we should do what makes us happy is the time I think that so many of us are going to be set free. And I feel like it just kind of hit me this year that like, I don't have to do all the things that I grew up thinking I have to do. I can mm-hmm. do that's huge. whatever I want. I can make my own journey. That's so huge. And you don't have to do what you know, you're seeing on Instagram and you feel, oh my gosh, I need to do this. I need to work out more. I need to eat healthier. I need to stop drinking. I need to do dry January. You don't have to do dry January, <laughs> FYI. That's not I'm doing a mandated thing. January. <laughs> I'm doing moist January. I hate that stop word, so I don't know why it. I'm saying it. You said it, it, it like multiple times a day. I know. It's icking me so out. So weird. <laughs> Gross. Um, you don't have to get married. You don't have to have kids. You don't have to d- get a degree. Um, sorry, mom. Yeah. <laughs> I probably shouldn't have gotten a degree because it's just sitting here on my wall collecting dust. Yeah. I do sometimes use some of the stuff, but honestly, like you don't have to do what society tells you is the normal of what everyone needs to do. You don't have to wait to get married to buy a house. You can buy one on your own. You can have children on your own if you want. You don't, I mean, it's much easier if you have someone to help you. But (laughs) if you want to have a baby and you're waiting for the right man to come along, there are books full of right men in a sperm bank. Go find one. (laughs) Go find that that baby daddy. Make a baby. There's books of them. Books. Find the one that looks best on paper and then catalog. Catalog. Yeah. Dang. I just feel really silly like that it took me this long in my life to realize that because I feel like I've robbed myself of so much like freedom and joy and just expression, but like better late than never. Right. So I'm right. And we're letting everyone else know now. So if you're much younger than us, you're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. We're saving you years of self-inflicted guilt. (laughs) Seriously. And years of you doing something that you don't want to do, like do what you want to do. Live your life the way you want. If you want to sell your house and go live in an RV, do that. If you want to sell your RV and backpack across the United States, all extreme here, but do whatever makes you happy. Your path to happiness looks different than everybody else's and that's okay. Totally. Yeah. 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 I'm going to piggyback on that. Okay. Laugh more, have fun, and be unapologetically yourself. Yeah. Do not conform to what you think Instagram thinks you need to look like, act like, dress like, talk like, post like, work like, live like. Insert your own, you know, future. You don't need to live like what everyone thinks you should live like just like Cameo just said, but make sure you laugh and have fun. Cause I think so many people are so freaking stressed out it's true. and depressed and trying to like the rat race, the gerbil, the hamster wheel, whatever it is. Like you're running on that, trying to reach something that maybe is unattainable. Get off the hamster wheel, make your own destiny, go what make, do what makes you happy. Well, I think that, and I think that like, a lot. We're, we just feel like if we do this thing, then we're going to be happy. If we achieve this goal, then we're going to be happy. But that's not really where happiness is found, right? Happiness shouldn't be found in your neck, in your an achievement because then it's just going to be like, 
oh, well, that felt good for a second, but now I need to achieve something else in order to be happy. We need to retrain our thinking to find joy in every moment, right? Find joy Mm -hmm. in this moment. This moment has joy. So it's again with like your mindset. It's again with, instead of seeing a negative in a situation, finding a positive in it. And if you continually do that, you're going to rewire your brain to find joy in every moment. So I think for me, it's been, you know, huge what you're saying, like, take a second to smile and laugh and find happiness in that moment and enjoy that moment with my children. Or if I'm driving and there's something good, like focus there instead of on the negative, because it's so easy to find the negative. That's what like so easy. the norm is, is to default to the negativity, but like choosing to find the joy, choosing to be happy. Happiness is a choice. I remember my mom told me when my kids were little, like, enjoy the age that they're in. And this applies to life too. Yeah. Enjoy the moment that you're in. Because if you're thinking, oh, I can't wait till they walk or I can't wait till they're in school or I can't wait till they're doing this, you're always going to be looking forward to the next step. Yeah. Not truly enjoying where you are right now. And you're going to miss some amazing moments. You need to like sit in that moment. Realize, yes, sit in the moment, enjoy it, soak it in. Then when the next one comes along, do the same. Otherwise, it's going to feel unattainable to reach the level of actual happiness. Yeah. It's always going to be just out of reach or just the next step. Or, you know, like some of my friends, once I get married, I'll be happy. Once I, you know, have a baby, I'll get happy. Once, you know, it's like, no, be happy now. Why Why rely on something to make you happy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not a feeling. Yeah. It's a choice. Like you're choosing to be happy. And it's not always easy because life can suck sometimes. It can be extremely frustrating and difficult sometimes. And so you have to choose that happiness. And I think this year especially was like so great and so wonderful in so many ways, but also because we were pushing so far out of our comfort zones, it was such a struggle that it really was like times when I just was like focused so heavily on choosing joy. And it made it so much better. And I feel like I got so much more out of it. So do it. And the highs are good because there are lows as well. The lows make you really appreciate when you're on a high. Totally. I, I, I agree. Okay, my next one's one of my most favorite ones. No is a complete sentence. I know I've said this before, but I'm going to say it again. And I'm going to say it to you at the end of 2023 and 2024 and twenty forever. No, no is a period. complete sentence. You don't have to explain to somebody why you aren't going to do that or why you can't come if you don't want to. If you want to share with your friends, share with your friends. If you want to tell people things, you can, but you don't have to. You don't have to explain why you don't want to do something. Right. And you shouldn't feel bad. <laughs> no, but that's how Honestly. we've been conditioned, especially as women. Like, and entrepreneurs were always trying to do better, do more, always say yes, always like be there, always be the be all for everything. And it's okay to put up personal boundaries and protect your energy and your space. And no is absolutely a freaking complete sentence. I've said no more this year without feeling bad than any other year. And it has saved me so much stress like I used to be like, oh my gosh, how am I, how am I going to get out of this event? Yeah. Or this person wants to work with me and I really just can't yeah. like worked with them before I have PTSD from this. <laughs> like, <laughs> how do I just say, and it's, you know what? Sorry. No, maybe don't even say sorry. Just say, nope, that's it. 
if you want a nicer way to say it, say I don't have the bandwidth right now. Yeah. But honestly, you don't have to explain. Yeah. Say no. It doesn't work for me. Thank you so much for considering me. Like no. And then say all the other things you want to say in your head. Don't, yeah. don't <laughs> I know we have both like seriously, my husband, I'm such like a people pleaser and I want to help everybody do everything. And I feel so I want to go to everybody's events and I want to do I, I just have trouble saying no. And my husband has zero trouble saying no. He's just like, no. And I'm like, what? And he's like, I didn't want to do that. So I just didn't do it. I'm like, what do you mean? And honestly, (laughs) he has like taught me that like, he's, I'm not there where he is at all. Like, but he will just straight up, people will be like, do you want to like do this with us? And he's like, no. And they're like, and he's like, I just don't want to. And I'm like, oh my God, badass, badass, terrifying. I love it. But a badass. So I'm somewhere in the middle now. And I'm so much happier because Baby I'm, steps. <laughs> I'm doing the thing. I'm spending energy doing things that I want to do and not yeah. things when that you I don't really, want to do. When you put your energy towards something that you're like, Ugh, I really don't want to do this. You feel icky the whole time. Afterwards, you feel drained. Just save yourself that whole thing and just say no. Cancel. Also, we don't have any extra time. I don't have extra time, like a whole bunch of extra time. So the things that I actually choose to do, like I want them to make me happy. I want to want to do them. So no is a complete sentence. Love that. Um, Another one of mine is mindfulness and mindset really do matter and they really do make a difference. We've talked about it a ton, but like... We've been trying to practice this more this year. Both Cameo and I is mindfulness and the like flipping your fractal, making your mindset positive, being in a place of gratitude and really like not having the negative enter your mind. And honestly, like I go through waves. There's up and downs where I'm like, yes, I'm on it. I'm listening to my like mindfulness podcasts and playlists and all that. And then sometimes I catch myself and I'm like, Ugh, I'm being really negative. Yeah. I haven't really done any of that stuff for like the past couple of weeks and I'm just in a funk. Honestly, that's okay to be in a funk. We all go through it, but get yourself out of yeah. it and really realize that being positive and having a good mindset makes a huge difference. It absolutely does. Family, work, all over the board. Oh, I like, I couldn't agree more. Like, and, and you're right. There are some days are more of a struggle. Like, I have been in like the, I've just been like anxious today and just in the most like, just not a good mood. But I just keep like, huh? Yeah. Like this morning I woke up and I was just like anxious. And then just like knowing that I was going to get to see you and that I was going to get a record and just like focusing on the good things. Like I can feel myself like, oh, she's doing her little face. (laughs) I can feel myself cycling out of it. But like if I sat there and sat in my anxiety and sat in like with the things that are bothering me that like are running through my head that I can't change right now. I I would spiral, yeah. right? So I'm focusing on things that are bringing me joy and it helps get me out and of it. who there. knows how long you would be in that funk? True. An hour, 20 minutes, a day, a week. What would it affect? Your kids' moods, your husband's moods, your business, your relationships? Precious. Yeah. Not it's, worth it. It's like once you realize like it's a choice to be happy. Yeah. And you can totally switch out of your funk at any moment. It's It might be hard, but 
I have a playlist I listen to that really gets me amped. I have podcasts that we listen to that really get both of us amped and like really on the right track. If you need suggestions for that, we'll post them. They are amazing. And they flip you right out of that bad mood and the bad mindset. And it's like, oh my gosh. And you can just feel your body releasing the tension and you're relaxing. And it's just, it's awesome. So maybe we'll post those in the notes. Yeah. I have like a bad bitch playlist that I love. Of course you do. (laughs) I'm just like, you get it, Cam. You get it. You're a bad bitch. Didn't I share with you that manifestation? Like, yeah, it was amazing. Good vibes one. I was like listening to it while I was like doing my makeup. (laughs) The first song is the Flaming Hot Cheetos. By Megan the Stallion. It's I love so it. funny. I love it. I leave it on in the car and my husband's like, what the hell are you listening to? I'm like, you listen to that, babe. You're a bad bitch. <laughs> you put your <laughs> you put your like depuffing eye things on and you listen to that, Ryan. <laughs> You're stealing our eye depuffers. So you listen to our song. Whatever. He got some from Santa. So he has his own. Santa now. knows what's up. Santa knows what's up. Good job, Mrs. Claus. That's right. <laughs> okay. Is it my turn or your turn? I think it's your turn. Okay. So for me, this year was huge. Be comfortable being wildly uncomfortable outside of your comfort zone. Because outside of your comfort hey, zone that's what I'm is where your goals are. It's where your what? dreams it says, live. Step out of your comfort zone. Look at that. And we did not know about these, you guys. We separately no. came up with these. So I was very worried that your list would be like very in-depth and mine's just going to be like, do to do but no, we're both equally in-depth and do to do <laughs> Oh my God. We're both equally like in-depth. We're going to unpack that one later. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we really should do like a selling crazy after dark where we deep dive into our stupid things we say. I will need mucho cocktails. Mucho. Like two would be it. And I'd be like, that's it. <laughs> Mucho is too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. So for me this year, I got wildly uncomfortable. I did all kinds of things that really made me almost physically ill. <laughs> like, like a lot of public speaking. Making me physically ill. Making everyone who loves me physically ill. Like, But I survived. I did well. I, you know, I bolstered my confidence. I achieved things that like I didn't think I could. And that's, you know, my, I had conquered goals. So outside of my comfort zone is where my goals live. And so be comfortable being wildly uncomfortable. I love that. Get there. Because if, if you don't get out of your comfort zone, you won't see change. Exactly. Like if you're trying to make moves and make changes in your life and your business and relationships, if you're doing the same thing over and over again and expecting change, mm, not going to happen. Nothing changes so, if nothing changes. You've said that before. Nothing changes if nothing changes. Yes, sis. Put it on a shirt. Yeah. Probably already is. <laughs> Put it on a cute shirt. <laughs> on a cute shirt. Yeah. Also, if you want to find very cute real estate themed shirts, our friend Danielle Nielsen oh, yeah. <laughs> has an Etsy store. Yeah, she's going to love that plug. But seriously, cute stuff. Totally. Anyway, cute. next your one. Your turn. My turn. Um, so this is kind of a work one. Okay. Um, some clients need to be let go or referred out. Amen. Amen. And there's need nothing to wrong with that. That doesn't make you a failure, nothing. a bad agent, no. hard to work with. You're just not... And you don't need to really explain to them 
why? You can just say, I'm so sorry. I just don't have the bandwidth, but you know who would really love to help you? This person. And they're great. And they'll take such good care of you. I mean, that's a lot of explaining, even though I said no explaining necessary. But like, if they're really, really difficult and you don't want to refer them out, you can just say, I'm sorry, I can't work with you. End of story. And it's not even explaining. I think that a small explanation is fine. I think it's apologizing, right? Like, you don't have to apologize. apologize for not wanting to work with someone. Like, I have told clients before, like, I just don't think that we're the right fit. I think that like with my workload at the moment, this agent is like knowledgeable in the kind of negotiation that you're specifically trying to do. Here's their information. I'm going to connect the two of you. And then I collect a referral fee. The stress goes away. And then I move on to putting my energy into finding like working with the kind of clients I want to work with, attracting the kind of clients that I want to have. Um, And I always say like, since I've been doing that, I have the best clients in the whole world. My clients are so sweet, so cool, so wonderful. And I honestly get to like repeat, like repeatedly work with them. And for me, that's like the greatest compliment. So 100% yes. back what you're saying. It's okay to not I work love with that. people. And honestly, if you had a bad experience with a client and you want to refer them out and you do, and then they come back to you and keep asking for things you can tell them to go kick rocks. <laughs> yeah, well, and honestly, In a very you're nice not way. supposed to be helping them with real estate once they have another agent. Like, no. so you can just say no. like, get, you know, I'm not allowed to do that, but think, you know, your agent can help and you. And if this kind of goes along the same lines, if your friends are using someone else or family members are using someone else and they keep coming to you for advice, you can tell them, I'm sorry, Legally, I am not allowed to give you advice. Go talk to your realtor. And if that doesn't get across, like, tell them to go kick rocks. You <laughs> like, you didn't, you didn't choose to use me, so I cannot give you any expertise. But if for some reason that relationship falls through, you can come back to me at any time. I have post-traumatic stress just talking about this. The I times over the years that, like, or even now... I will say that I probably get a message a week from someone whose agent is not, they feel is not working for them. All the time. Not doing a good job. Or they have, their agent said this, is this the truth? And I have to say like, firstly, I get that gut, that pit in my stomach because I'm like, seriously, you want to like, you want me to spend my time answering questions for free, but you didn't want to choose me as your agent. And now that things aren't going well, now you, you want to leverage like my knowledge and so I just, I used to just get really heated. And now I get it for a second where my, I get a flare in my stomach. And then I'm like, doesn't serve me. That doesn't serve me. And I'll just immediately be like, I'm not allowed to give out advice um, since you already have representation. But if anything ever changes and you want to come you know, work with me, then feel free to message me. Write that down, everybody. Write that verbiage down right now and save it in your notes because you're going to probably need it at one point in your career, whether or not you're a real estate agent or some other type of entrepreneur. Seriously, like, and if they have worked with you in the past and they're asking you for things that are not legally okay, you can tell them, I'm sorry, that is not legal. Yeah. I cannot do that. I will lose my license. Yeah, your license I've is... I've had that so much not worth it. recently. It's like, are you kidding me? And the the audacity of some people <laughs> will amaze you. Yeah. They will ask you for tons of stuff that you legally can't do. That's why Compensation. What? Yeah. Do you have your real estate license? No. Then I can't compensate you. <laughs> sorry. 
Oh, I remember that. That was wild. That was, that was, that was a fun conversation. Wild. Oh my God. I have PTSD from that deal. That person I referred out afterwards and they're still coming back. And I'm like, do I just block you? And my husband's like, just block them. Don't be like, oh, I'm sorry, new phone number. Who is this? Right. She'll track sorry, you I don't down. have you in my contacts. Oh track my gosh, she would. But whatever. Anyway, she's, you're next. Do you have she's more? She's awful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Let's move on from uh, that. I'm getting, I'm getting hot in the face. <laughs> Let go of the things that don't serve the life that you're trying to create. And I know all of this is that. like kind of wrapping into each other because like this is what we are doing. We're trying to create an That's, authentic, joyful life. This was the theme of 2022. Yeah. Letting, if you haven't gotten it, go here we go. <laughs> of things that don't serve the life that you're trying to create, your unique life that uniquely fits you. Let it go. This is where Ben can insert the Frozen song, Let yeah. It Go. Ready, Ben? Go. There you go. <laughs> Honestly, like, (laughs) let it go. Like, if it doesn't serve you, and then also wrapping back, no is a complete sentence. You don't have to apologize. Don't compare yourself to anyone else. Like, comparison is like robs you of your joy. So, letting go of the things I know when you say let go of the things that in your life that don't serve you, like, we all have things that come directly to our minds. Whether that's oh, yeah. comparing ourselves to others, whether that's financial, whether that's like comparing ourselves to people on Instagram, mom shaming ourselves, whatever is something in your business that you feel inadequate about. Um, you know, maybe it's saying yes too much, like whatever it is. I know for me, it immediately pops into my head. And if I'm being honest with myself, I can see some of those things right away without even a lot of self-reflection. Yeah. Cut those out not serving you it's not it's not propelling you to the life you want it'll feel so good once you do like a weight lifted off your shoulders yeah and some of those things to let are like go over a lot harder than others i mean it can be big it can be painful and and sometimes it takes like maybe talking to a therapist or or talking to a professional because you know it's easy for me to say let go of things that don't serve you but that can mean anything from like you know small things like, you know, being on Instagram too much to having like a toxic family member who's like literally robbing you of joy. So I I know I say that Mm -hmm. and I say it really nonchalantly, but I don't mean it nonchalantly. Like I understand that Mm -hmm. they could be big things and, and some are harder to unpack than others. But I think that when we start to create the life that we want, it doesn't, we have to let go of the things that aren't serving us. Yeah, for sure. I think my last one is... The way that the market has shifted in 2022, this is like really good advice for real estate agents. Always be learning about your market. Yes. And have a great relationship with the lender and title company so that you can gain insight. They know things that we don't. They can help you. They can help you navigate. I mean, it went from hot to cold to hot to like it was was bipolar. Well, you honestly... Stay in your lane, like as a real estate agent, as yes. an entrepreneur, as a lawyer, whatever you may be, stay in your lane. I think smart people in these fields learn to stay in their lane, be very good at what they do, but then defer to your business partners, lean on your business partners who are experts in that field. So like escrow is great with like so many ways they'll help you with your marketing. They'll help you with learning the new, like they have 
all the data for the market. So you can become like hyper, like, like hyper um, educated in the market that you're in. Um, you know, and then there's other resources to like become nationally educated, but you know, lenders, like we can talk about lending, like loan programs, but we, yeah. they, they, they change so much and there's so much like continuing education among lenders. Why would I try to do that when all I can, all I need to do is refer them to that person and have that person deep dive and educate them. So like, don't, yep. don't try to be at all. Stay in your lane. Yeah. You don't have to be at all. So stop. And then once you refer them to the professional, you look amazing yeah. to them. They're like, oh my gosh, Kaylee was so great with this. Or Cameo always has the right people to connect me with, yes. which is what we aim to do. We like to be connectors. Absolutely. And that's how you're going to gain business. They're going to be like, oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Talking to a friend. Kaylee knew this. You should talk to her about this because she can connect you with the right person. This is how you're going to get business. You want to be the one that everybody thinks of when they have a Mm -hmm. question. Like I have people that message me for the most random stuff like all the time. Like where (laughs) do you, where, who could like help me move some stuff? Who could pick up junk? Who, who do you think knows like anything about this sports program? It's like, I don't know, but they know that I'm a connector and so most likely if someone knows how, like who is going to know, it's going to be me. So you mm-hmm. want to be yep. thought of as a person who is a resource because when real estate pops into their minds, if you're their go-to resource for questions, who's going to be their go-to real estate agent? It's going you, to be you, you right? You are. Yeah. You and are. then when you refer into an awesome <laughs> lender, you become their dream team, right? You're like this amazing lender yep. and real estate team who's making sure that like they're getting the best they're getting the best service, you know, out there. So Kaylee's right. There you go. There you go. Truth bomb. Truth bomb. So do you have, and I didn't take, I didn't think about this beforehand, but I just thought like, this just came to me, but like, do you have anything like in 2022 that you feel like you didn't, you kind of failed at, or you fell short of that you're really kind of like shifting harder into focus in 23? Yeah. I mean, I started off, 2022, like thinking I need to be more socially present with my business on social media. And I did a few like reels classes and then life got really busy and I didn't schedule the time for it. So I think that's my main thing is I need to schedule time to be present on social media so that people can have me in the front of their minds. That's a good goal. And I think you did really good last year, but I know what you mean. Like there's seasons that are a lot harder to like show up on social media just because like life is so busy. So I totally get that. Yeah. What about you? Um, For me, I felt like I was going to really try to train myself last year that multitasking is bullshit. Um, (laughs) I think multitasking is bullshit. I do it. But I think that like our brains are not really wired that way. We can think they are, Mm -hmm. but we're really should focus on one task at a time. And I have tried to do that, but like it's very hard to retrain your brain. So I felt like I fell short of that a little bit, especially like our career. It just feels like we have to multitask, especially like... So for me, 23 is like a real focus on on doing less multitasking and more mindful, like being mindful of each thing I'm doing before I go on to something else. Yeah. That's a big one for me too. Being more mindful, having, you know, a better... (laughs) Having your dogs not bark during our, our podcast are so embarrassing. They're like barking. So <laughs> mine are passed out. So um, Gus feels like someone's why trying we scheduled to kill it me, now so because it's like, like nap time. That, Gus, that pug. Um, 
that pug. Um, I'm really trying to like schedule, like make my routine better and schedule in things like mindfulness in the morning or, you know, meditation. I'm really working on meditation and it's not a woo woo thing. Like it's a big thing. I'm actually reading a Gus. Gus, keep talking. Okay. I'm actually reading a book. I'll wait for everyone to drop, have their mouths up off the floor real quick. Um, I'm reading a book. So I'm going to focus on maybe reading more than one book this year. I'm just like so proud of you that you're reading books. (laughs) (laughs) You're really doing it. You're really thriving. I'm really proud of you. Oh my gosh. It's a struggle. Like, honestly, I'm proud of you for always reading. But like my brain, that's not something that I let it think is like a relaxing thing. Right. But I finally found a book that is kind of a relaxing book. It helps you with like mind stuff. I'm reading about the mind, which is kind of my nerd thing. I love that. Um, My degree is in social and behavioral science. Thank you, (laughs) Debbie Warren, for making me go to college for that. Um, So I nerd out on stuff like that all the time. But I haven't found a book that's like actually something you can put into practice until now. So I'm focusing on that. And then baby steps. Maybe we'll find another book later in the year. Yeah. Well, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. I think you're doing really well. And I can't can't wait to see all the things that you're going to read this year. Like the back of nutritional info on my food, <laughs> and I'm gonna do none of that. I don't want to read any. I don't want to see any calories. On how don't take me to any restaurants where the damn calories are on the menu. Like, please, that's super rude. Like, don't do that. Don't also do that. this year. Just just ignore nutritional info. Um, this year I am brushing up on my French. Look so at you. That's another thing I'm doing. I think Reese is too. Reese started learning French. Good. I so good for her. Oh my God. So good for her. We hope that this was helpful. I mean, I just kind of felt like January sort of taken off. It's been wild. It's like been a really busy yeah. January. So we wanted to just bring it back in for a minute and just really kind of focus on this today. So we hope everybody found it helpful. Kaylee, do you want to tell everybody how to find us? Yes, you can find us on Instagram at selling underscore crazy. On Facebook, we are at selling crazy podcast. And you can send us emails, selling crazy podcast at gmail.com. Good work, lady. Well, thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen. We just can't, we couldn't do this without you. We're so incredibly thankful mm-hmm. for you. And we know that your time is so precious. So thank you so much for joining us. We hope you have a wonderful day. We will see you next week or talk to you next week. And remember that you are always enough.